0: You think you got it. You have set your routines and figured out how to be a caregiver. And then the holiday season comes and it's harder than you thought it would be because you want to celebrate with your family member with dementia and you can't do it the way you are used to do it anymore. Today, I want to offer you five tips to keep in mind when you plan your holiday celebration events with your loved ones to make it easier for everyone. Let's talk about it. First of all, if you are the primary caregiver, don't hesitate to talk to the rest of the family and friends about the condition of your loved one with dementia. There is no need to hide it. People who don't see the person you are taking care of regularly might not realize how things are and what the person's cognitive abilities are. The more you are open to them about it, the more they understand and the more cooperative they are in accommodating you and your person with dementia. You are the one who knows well that what impacts your person with dementia in an undesirable way, and you can request the rest of the family not to activate that agitation by not mentioning the trigger. For example, if your person with dementia doesn't remember things, you might request not to question them if they remember so-and-so, or not to try to get engaged in a conversation, or You might prepare your friends and family for the changes in the person's behavior, especially if they might act aggressively or make inappropriate comments. When everyone is prepared, it might happen. When it happens, it's not going to be as shocking and terrifying as if it were something out of the blue. If you already know the way to distract and redirect the person with dementia in such a situation, share that too. It would be appreciated by everyone. Whatever your person with dementia might say or do at a family gathering, there is absolutely nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed of. Remember, their undesired behavior is the result of irreversible brain damage. It's out of their control and it's out of your control. Second, plan your family activities around the time when your loved one is at their best and when you are less stressed and exhausted. For your loved one, the morning or midday might be the times when they are most alert and cooperative. If this is the case, you might want to plan your family activities for the morning or midday and make them shorter than they usually were. If you have to choose between how it was always been done and what works best for you, always choose what works better for you, even if some family members disagree. Maybe it would be early brunch or a coffee break in the morning instead of the traditional dinner. Maybe the family activities that involve the loved one with dementia should not involve food and conclude before their scheduled mealtime because when they see the food, they lose interest in anything else. People with dementia thrive on predictability of the familiar routines and get distressed when the routines are broken. Planning your activities around their schedule is the way to protect them from unnecessary distress, which would be less stressful for you too. Third, Adjust and adapt your family traditions. What makes the holidays really hard is the comparison of how things used to be to what they are now. Instead of focusing on what you can't do together anymore, think of what you can do, what you can adjust in your traditions to make it possible for your loved ones to participate in, or what new traditions you can start. Here are some ideas from my clients uh, that they have shared with me. Instead of going to a holiday fair in their town where there was music, treats and handmade items for purchase, the family recreated that festive atmosphere at home. With music, treats and drinks, they did their holiday shopping online because the grandma could not go out anymore. When grandparents could not go to their favorite holiday shows and concerts anymore, they had dedicated days to watch those at home. Again, with all the attributes for such special occasions like dressing up and having dinner afterwards, even though the dinner was pretty much the same as what they had every day and dressing up nicely meant like a fresh change of clothes. Several families I know assigned the role of the chief cheerleader to their elderly family members who can't participate in the activities like cookie decorating or games like outdoor games, indoor games. The role of the chief cheerleader was just to be present and enjoy. Yes, in most cases, it looks like a pretend play with the grown-ups, but... So what? You don't have to do what you have always done or what other families in similar situations do. Find what you and the person you are taking care of can enjoy together and do it. Holidays are pretend play anyway, and you can have your own. Fourth, do less and don't feel guilty about it. There was a time when I was making handmade gifts for everyone for Christmas, when I was elaborately decorating the house and baked a lot of special treats and had large parties. Until I couldn't enjoy the holidays because I was so exhausted to the point when nothing brought me joy. Holidays are about the connections, not Martha Stewart style perfection. It is perfectly okay to have smaller scale celebration activities and decorations if the usual way is too exhausting even to think about. It's okay to have a small tabletop Christmas tree instead of large ones in each room of your house you have to put up, decorate, and then take them down and clean up. It's okay to order, take out or heat up cooked meals from the frozen section if you're too tired to cook a big meal yourself. And it's okay to arrange a potluck if you have your family coming over. Anything around the holidays, the cooking, the decorating, the activities, you don't have to do it all alone. Include your family, include your guests and do it together, let it be on you family tradition your holidays might not be perfect and that's okay too it's okay because you are doing a very hard job of taking care of someone and you need to take care of yourself to be able to do it which brings me to the last tip do not hesitate to ask for help and do not hesitate to tell anyone what gifts you would like. Very often when asked what do you want for a gift we are modest and saying something along the lines of we have everything we don't need anything my best gift is to see you coming. Let's be real. Even if you have everything, there are things that can make life easier. It would be nice to have some help around the house. It would be nice to have a day off for yourself. It is nice to have a meal subscription service or gift cards to the local restaurants and shops that deliver food so you won't have to cook as much. Your loved one might need different clothing or footwear items that would be easier to put on and off, or jigsaw puzzles and fidgeting blankets to keep them occupied. You know what would be good? Headphones when they watch TV, so you don't have to hear that, and you would not be going bonkers because of how loud it is. You know what would be nice to have that would make it easier for you and for your loved one. Don't hesitate to ask. And remember, there are people who want to help you, but they might not know how. So help them to help you. Deal? I have put together a list of 10 things for caregivers to remember so your life does not get put on hold whether it's a holiday season or not. These are what helped me to get my life back. Find the link in the description of this episode, download this one-page list, print it out and stick it somewhere where you can see it regularly as a daily reminder. I'm Master Coach Irina Ischenko. I'm sending you all my love and I will talk to you next time.